0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is constructing the clubhouse, the only podcast about building a comedy club during a pandemic in Barcelona, and I have to say it's the world's finest. I'm your host, Dr. Matthew John. Joining me, of course, is my wonderful co-host, Mr. Jonathan Ellis. Hey everybody. We have got a fantastic show for you coming up later. We're gonna be talking to the one and only Phil Varney, transplant out of Prague and the Mormon Church. <laughs> but first, we've got a little bit of club gossip we wanna we wanna go through. Johnny Boy had to throw toss somebody out and we have some new some new movement on our lease. Yeah. I have uh, developed a
1: taste for chucking people out recently. I've done it a couple <laughs> of times now, and it's a it's a thrill. This one was bad though. I think this is the worst, the most outrageous customer that we've had, I think. Is it Uh, somebody
0: I've slept with? No, it wasn't
1: wasn't a revenge play of any kind as far as I know.
0: No, no, it's usually the the people that I like, they tend to take liberties behind the bar.
1: Yeah, Uh, I don't know exactly what this was. It was kind of bizarre. She was one of um, Kyla's fans, sort Uh, of. So we had this, it's kind of a funny story show on Thursday night at eight o'clock and Kyla hosted, sounds like she's gonna host uh, more or less permanently that show, which is amazing, because uh, she did such a fantastic job. Uh, it was just like wall-to-wall laughter. The cool thing about that show is that it like takes off the pressure to be <laughs> funny. People don't expect you to be funny as much as like stand-up, and then it just was. It just was super, super funny. So she did a great job, uh, and she posted about it on Instagram, and 100% of the people that were there were her followers. But it just gets a little silly, I guess. How many people were there, you think? Uh, it was about 20 people. Very nice. Something like that, yeah. so it was. Sort of almost I almost it was
0: all beautiful Irish women.
1: There was a lot of beautiful people, yeah. Always a lot of beautiful people here. We only accept beautiful people actually, so if you make it in the door, we <laughs> think you're beautiful. Uh, so it was at the end of that show, we're just finishing up, everyone's upstairs, everyone's having a great time, everyone's drinking a lot. Uh, and then I go downstairs to start the Spanish show and it just takes like two minutes. I have to basically turn down the music as the guy gets on stage to host. As I'm doing that, takes a minute, I start walking upstairs, and Cam comes downstairs and says, just so you know, uh, there's a girl behind the bar that says that she works here now. Uh, (laughs) I was like, what? Like, we haven't hired anyone, what's going on? And I get up there, and it's one of these girls that, like, I've met for the first time that night that's just behind the bar just chilling out they're just pretending to work they're telling everyone that she works there i'm like what are you oh she's what feeling are you bold. doing so like i jump behind the bar I, like sort of sternly start telling her that she has to leave cuz she's told not me the welcome story.
0: he says that you came up saw her behind the bar and go oi what are you doing
1: oi that's very oi. that's very new zealand oi uh yeah maybe i did i I was i was so mad i haven't been that mad at a customer and she she was wildly unapologetic she genuinely didn't think she'd done anything wrong she'd heard kyla i guess talk about how we were maybe looking for another bartender so took it upon herself while i was downstairs to basically do the job uh and then even as i was kicking her out she was like you know i would just so you know if you ever need anyone i'm available to help (laughs) i was like no i think we'll find someone else you know so it was just bizarre and it was straight it was very strange because if a guy had done that and gone behind the bar I would have much clearer a much clearer idea of what to do about it yeah how to handle the situation and and the level to which I can take it whereas with her I was sort of like I had to put a hand on her shoulder and sort of like shove her but not obviously not shove her very much uh I don't know I was scared shove I was scared she was going to like take a fall or something yeah. rather you know Yeah yeah uh
0: Anyway, so that Cause was just, you're a bizarre... just so strong, John.
1: Yeah, I, sometimes I don't know my own strength, so she could have taken a tumble and then
0: I tried to push her out of the way, and she she went through a wall. Yeah. Like anyway, so Man. just
1: just a crazy situation, but that night yeah. in general was was very good. We did well at the bar, uh, and that was cool.
0: Yeah, and we did well enough in August, actually, if for those of you clamoring for club finances, we did okay.
1: Yeah, we sold about three times as much in ticket sales for August as we did the previous month, which is fantastic. Uh, a lot Probably of that was- three times as many solo shows. Yeah, well that's it. So yeah. most of it was solo shows, a lot of it went to Mike Rice and Sing, but at the same time, that's amazing. You know, like it's all just money that's coming through here that's going to fund the comedy community here in Barcelona and, and other comedians. So that's, yeah. I mean, who cares? That's, that's, that's really forward.
0: cool. You're welcome, comedy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no thanks
0: needed. All right. The last thing is uh landlady sent us uh, some proposals. Mm-hmm. So she sent me, she was like, okay, I'm going to send you some proposals in case we cannot come to an agreement on the lease. And remember, folks, she said that she wanted to sell us the lease for 50,000 euros mm-hmm. and then charge us 1,800 rent. So she sends this proposal over and it's got two ideas on it. Um, One is that we give her $50,000 as a deposit? Well, no. As to, like, buy the... Li- I think this is, like, her buy uh, plan. Okay, all right. We give her 50,000 uh, euros. We pay, uh, at what, I think it was, like, 1,400 in rent the first year, mm-hmm. and it, it escalates to 1,800 or t- something like that. And then when we're, we're done here, we have to give her back the license. Yeah. Now... There's a, a second plan, yeah, which makes everything so much easier. It's it's a rental plan, right? So she's not gonna sell us the license under this plan. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is give her 1,400 euros a month and 50,000 euros deposit in order to get a 100,000- Yeah, plus Euro another 1,000 euros a month to rent the license, is and what then, she's saying. And then, yeah,
1: we pay her So she wants, for the price. Basically, she wants 50,000 I, I feel like
0: she owes a drug dealer somewhere. It's, she's really twisting the screws. I think she's like
1: basically seen that we've been doing well. And she's like, well, these guys don't want to leave this place, you know.
0: And she put a stipulation that if we get any type of fine for noise violation, for drinks outside, for anything. Yeah, she can kick us out. In 24 hours. In 24 hours. Oh, gosh. It's because we're stupid giddies. No, I, honestly, I, I think she might be insane. Because I was looking around other trespassos in the neighborhood and they're, it, they're all the reverse of what the deal is she's offering. Like right across the street, there's one, you can buy the trespasso for 80,000 and rent is only 700. Right. Yeah. So like in all cases, the, the actual buying of the license is two to three times as much as what she's asking, but the rent is two to three times less. Yeah. And I guarantee you, in all of those cases, we're not expected to give the license right back to her. No, that's crazy.
1: Uh, I've got a guy. I think I'll talk to about this because because he 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 does this type thing. We asked him for advice. Should
0: I ask at first? You didn't ask Noel while you had him on the phone.
1: Uh, no, I haven't asked. Well, no that's right. Ever.
0: He thinks that everything was a, is going to be a failure anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. So exactly. All uh, right, that's enough club gossip. But yeah? we so
1: we could and we I think we have to keep it. Open as an option still to changing venue, because otherwise, if we get 100%. locked into here, then then we're just over a barrel with her, and yeah. she can make whatever demands she wants at the moment. So we have to be willing to say, look, we're gonna—I don't know—figure out how to get eighty grand to buy a license for some
0: other place, rent it cheap, or get become an association and rent a place, or become an association. That's that's really, I think, the the future. Yeah, find a hundred seater, and and actually, I found a place uh, sub. Like a basement space, looks like we could cram almost a hundred in there. It's about two grand a month, though. But then, but no, li- you don't need a license or anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, something like that a could be amazing. The, the room we've got here is a little small for, for even
0: now, six months yeah. in, you yeah. know. But stay tuned. Of course, we'll be discussing all that in future episodes. That's of what people the listen Clubhouse. for, I
1: think. Yeah, hell
0: yeah. They also listen for great guests. Right? Some of the best guests. We have, here in Barcelona, a new transplant of a couple months now, I think. He is a U.S. citizen born and raised in Utah, but then was ended up in Prague somehow. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Phil Varney. Yay!
2: Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. How's it going, guys? Fantastic, Phil? Phil. Welcome. Awesome. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's fun. It's fun listening to you guys talk about your, your lease drama, because I have a business degree that, for the record, I never use. <laughs> and but then i hear <laughs> things like that i'm just like wow I, I i either i didn't pay attention in school or you guys are getting fucked yeah no uh, <laughs> uh, or both, well, we're not, currently both currently we're
1: not getting fucked but we only no. uh, signed a six month agreement and yeah. now that six months is up you're on, on you the
2: cusp what? of being fucked
1: right maybe but the fuck I, cusp i kind of think if we can delay signing anything for long enough maybe we're just squatters
2: <laughs> uh, as long as no one leaves, you just keep, you just keep yeah, we just here
0: <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds like the plot of our of a movie.
2: That's brilliant, man. guys!
0: In order to keep the lease, we have to run comedy twenty four seven. Right, keep comedy least... alive, live.
2: Right, maybe not a movie, but that could have been an arc on Friends, like a to be continued episode or something.
0: Yeah, exciting stuff. The gang keeps the comedy club
1: open. <laughs> Wacky always... antics. It'll be for the sitcom.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for your expert opinion, your expert business opinion. More or less. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how that's going to shake out. I'm just really frustrated by, by the the idea of renting the license instead of buying it is, the, is a, meant to be a way to circumnavigate the need of having 50,000 euros cash. Right. And she's, you know, not helped us. With yeah, that. she
2: doesn't seem like a very good faith player in this.
1: But she might... So this maybe. be... D- Doesn't seem like a good thing, but she might just be trying to take advantage of us because we're foreigners, right? In which case, if we talk to this guy and basically hire someone that does this sort of thing in Barcelona, we pay him a commission or she pays him a commission when she sells the license, which I actually think is the normal way to do it, uh, then we at least know that we're getting relatively fair terms compared with what's normal around here. I mean,
2: I for one would be flattered if someone looked at me and was just like, oh, you probably have $50,000 on you. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's so (laughs) kind of you. Uh,
1: Well, on Wednesday, we had someone in here that had recently sold their business for $160 million.
0: Oh, I heard about that too.
1: Apparently, allegedly. I've told a couple of people this and a couple of people have been like, no, he was just full of shit. He was doing like role playing with his wife or something like that. Uh, but I think it's legitimate. He seems- Harris seemed to believe him. He, Harris seemed to believe him. His wife was offering to buy everyone drinks. He offered to buy a bunch of those. Uh, even the previous night before Kyler fans, she offered to buy them a bunch yeah. of drinks.
2: Even if it is role playing, like I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm yeah. totally into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he want to
1: like role play $25 million into this building? Oh shit, sure. uh, yeah. think about that. Is that be cool, right? Can you imagine I, if he like this was his retirement project? He buys the whole building. He lets us live here as long as we like. Work for him, and then we get to do whatever we want, comedy wise. But We're it's not still about play. money. Every
2: yeah. It's always a role play. Like none of this <laughs> is real. We're
0: like, is he role playing or is he legit? Does he <laughs> <Why>? really have? <laughs> Why did we never look for a sugar daddy before? We need a this sugar is daddy. Brilliant. Yeah. We need a,
2: a, someone who rich believes sugar in daddy. us. Get those feedbacks, gentlemen. I thought maybe That's it
1: was going to be Michelle Wolf for a second. To be honest, mm. uh, yeah, I still haven't. We I haven't had
0: the courage to even talk to her about we, any of that. We haven't
2: pitched
1: her the, the entire <laughs> building yet. Just How so committed are you to
0: Barcelona? Yeah.
2: Do you ever want to perform in the clubhouse again? <laughs> I mean, I was talking with a lot of people in Prague about the the clubhouse when I was out there, and it was you know just because I mean it not I, I I was telling the story and tell me if I'm lying. Like, did she not just land in Barcelona and search comedy? And found the comedy clubhouse.
1: As far as we know, she found us on uh, Instagram and messaged Right. Me.
2: So, like, I was that's telling people. That's uh, not the
0: story I've been telling people. Oh. I. I, I what else? No, I everyone
2: from Prague, that. stop listening. Okay.
0: <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> no, I mean, Michelle and I were talking, and I, t- I said, hey, you really have to come out to Barcelona and give it a shot. And she came and, and had a great time. It's because she trusts your opinion so much. Man.
2: She was amazing. By the way, holy she's shit, she's phenomenal. Like, she's obviously, like, she's a gifted comedian, but I just remember, like, I don't know. Cause I mean, I, so I left DC literally a week after the, her White House Correspondence Center. And I, I was just like, fuck this life. I, I can't, like, I, this is a nightmare. Uh, get me the fuck out of here. I'm moving to Europe. And then I watched her correspondence and I was like, okay, yeah, Silver Lining, that was pretty cool. And then I left. And so, like, to like meet her, it was so, it was so weird. It was very intimidating. And like, we were down here. Uh, in the in the basement, and you know she's. I was like leaving, and I did the thing. I was like, I don't want to be that guy, but can I have a picture with you? It would be a yeah. lot. And She said yes, of course, and and we took a picture. She looked at it. And she's just like, uh, ah, that doesn't look good. Let's go upstairs and take it. And I was like, ah, oh, I, I I really hate being that guy, though. You know, like I feel like this is such a monumental opportunity. Get this is amazing. Filled. And she's like, you know what? It's fine because I've been that guy before. And then I asked, like, who who, who? who have, you, have you been that guy with? And she <laughs> leans in. She's like. Bill Murray, I yeah. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> died, man. <laughs> fucking died, and That's I get awesome. it. I would do the. Total. I, would, I mean, I, I mean, I would do that with Bill Murray, and I wouldn't be ashamed because my 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 need to have a good picture with Bill Murray would just mm-hmm. supersede any sort of inhibitions I have socially.
1: Mm-hmm. So when she looked at the photo and she was like, "This doesn't look good," was she talking about like you or mm-hmm. her?
2: I mean, probably me. Let's be honest. Mm. But I, I, I mean, it, I, I don't, I don't, I don't bemoan the outcome, So I just take it as is. Plus, my hair was really big back then. I had that white man afro kind of thing. Yeah, back mm-hmm. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better now.
0: Phil, <laughs> uh, so why don't you just give us a, a rundown of your comedy story? Like, how long have you been in the game? What got you doing mm-hmm. stand up, and why are you now in Barcelona?
2: Yeah, man, I uh, I got in the game because, uh, well, I, I've always loved stand up, but uh, I wasn't allowed to pursue it really because you know. I was only supposed to be doing things professionally that could provide for your a God family. doesn't laugh. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, Jesus isn't a fan of Louis C.K. Which you know he's he has a demeaning or diminishing returns right now. But no, I, anything, anything of that nature of that ilk, and especially because the content wasn't super Christian friendly. Like all of my stand up consumption outside of like the regulars, like Bill Cosby, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> um, was uh, was something I had to do secretly. So I really got into a guy called John Pinnett, who was a comedian who died about, uh, I want to say probably six, seven years ago. But uh, I loved his stuff, and I followed him very closely. And then uh, the show... John
0: Pinnett. John Pinnett, yeah.
2: Highly recommended for those How, of you who don't know him.
0: Yeah, who... Who is he? How did you get into him? He's a big
2: guy. Now, if you've seen... So what most he's people might know guy. him from... Well, the physically large. Oh, cool. Well, he's dead now, so he's probably decomposed a little bit. But yeah. uh, for those of you who are Seinfeld fans. You'll know the, the very last episode of Seinfeld, they all go to jail for a good Samaritan law. And it's because they watch a man get his car stolen and they don't do anything about it. The man who's getting his car stolen is John Panette. So if you want a reference to him, but his comedy was all self deprecation. It was just all about him being fat. And he went on for decades doing this, just talking about how fat he was and how much he loved food. Ralphie
0: Mays idol.
2: Yeah, basically. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and, and, um, even somewhat kind of Gabriel Iglesias in a way where it's just like this person just talks about how big they are but you never ever at one at any point feel sorry for him
0: so how did you find him and like why did that resonate you're not <laughs> at all fat
2: i was i was a big i was a big kid uh, in high school really? but uh, what um, i actually husky. found out i was i was husky i was a husky boy uh, what, I, what i found out about him because he was performing on broadway in Hairspray. He was playing Edna, which is in the movie, that's who John Travolta plays because that role is always played in drag.
0: I always forget you're a theater kid.
2: I'm a huge... Yeah, that's where I started. I'm far more of a theater kid. Or at least I'm, I'm more of a comedy kid now, but like theater was was my my backdrop, and so I found him through that, and uh, you know just found a stand up and loved it, and then um, I really really dove hugely into uh, stand up around 2013 when At Midnight and the Nerdist and Chris Hardwick were like when like nerdiness was becoming sort of more chic, wow. really dove into that, and uh, yeah, I, I still watch At Midnight clips on YouTube, um, love that shit, but I didn't uh, I didn't consider even doing it, even while I was working in Washington, D.C. after university, just because, you know, I, I, I wasn't as Mormon as I was back then, but I still, like, had a lot of that subconscious kind of, like, self-hatred of the performing artists and how they're wasting their life, which, let's be honest, they are, we are, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> No, I didn't, see, I didn't see the value. And then when I officially, like, you know, very long story, very short, to leave Mormonism, you kind of have to do a very legal process. You have to divorce yourself in a way. And uh, once I did that, I was like, okay, it's all about carpe diem. So I took an improv class at the DC Improv um, and then left very shortly after that to Prague. And that's where I started uh, officially stand-up. Shout out to Velvet Comedy and Christina
0: Haklova who oh, gave me yeah. that oh. first stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> You did your first stand-up with her.
2: Uh, I did, yeah. She put me wow. on. I uh, did five minutes and no one laughed. Like not one, not a single laugh. I got a little bit of a chuckle because there was a kid from Colorado in the audience. And I was just like, share your weed. And everyone's was like little, little hmm. chuckles. But in that five minutes of dead silence and I get off stage and I'm just like, that was awesome. Like, really? Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Cool, I cool, was cool. like, obviously I need to like rewrite my shit and work on it. But I was just like, okay, yeah, no, I could, I could see this uh, being something I want to do for the rest of my life for sure. So and, what was
1: your material like at first? Cause you like left the church and then all of a sudden you're doing comedy. Was it like, yeah. ah, so, so then Mormons be like, or was it, did you go completely away from it? Or were
0: you doing sort of, you guys of ever <laughs> notice how your magical underwear? never <laughs> <seen that?" laughs>
2: But do you, but yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a lot of politics and it was a lot of Mormonism right at the beginning, but then I kind of realized like, well, if I don't want this to be everything I write about all the time, mm-hmm. then I should probably stretch myself and write about other shit. Probably not a lot of
0: Mormons in Prague.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the most atheist country in the world, even <laughs> though they have it, they have a shitload of churches, but you know, yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. It was just a mix between like, they were like the the founding area of Protestantism. A lot of people think about Martin Luther Um, but before him there was a guy named Jan Hus and he was based out of Prague. And and so there was that kind of like anti-Catholic sentiment growing. And then with the Soviet Union as well, like there was a big, you know, push against religion. And then after, you know, the Czech Republic or Czechoslovakia back then was really liberated. They were just like, Yeah, yeah, we'll take all this democracy stuff, but I don't know if we need the religious part necessarily. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so how many
0: walking tours did you go on? Because you Oh have...
2: shit. I gave a ton, man. All right. I gave it t- I've given walking tours uh all in every major city I've lived in. Because yeah. I love attention. Best at job of the day. ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Best job like, ever. It's like stand-up, but you don't need to like work at it at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is good.
1: literally what I was saying last week. I've got a tour after this. It's all it's <laughs> Two hours, it's gonna yeah. be good money. I'll invite people here. It's just a nice little yeah, no, it's, it's great. a nice little thing. Yeah.
2: No, I uh, and Prague's a great city for it too. <laughs> uh, highly recommend you both. Know, so we've we've uh, we have this little thing going. Prague and Barcelona seem to be pretty. I
0: have, so were you on the trip back? Yeah, right. Like Luke and Irene went. Yeah, I was there with them. Yeah, you I took went, him. I went
2: took went him to drag queen karaoke. We had a blast. Oh shit! Yeah, it was great. I saw drag us. queen karaoke. Is yeah. that a
1: different karaoke show from the regular karaoke show that you're a big fan of?
2: No, yeah, that's a different one. The one I want to do is called comedy okey. Uh, drag Queen Karaoke's uh, best bar in the world is called Patriots in Prague and it's a, it's a queer friendly bar and uh, every Sunday night they have a drag queen or king please don't
0: promote other bars on the show <laughs> they're in Prague
2: <laughs> who's going to be sitting down being like which of these two bars should anybody. someone could be choosing a holiday destination <laughs> <Maybe>. right now <laughs> Uh, Prague's cheaper, but the weather's better in Barcelona. I think. At the end uh-huh. of the day, that's, that's good, good uh, yeah. advice. But yeah, it was great. We we sang a lot, uh, did a lot of show tunes. Me and Romina did some Rocky Horror, of course, because nice. it's a drag queen karaoke. But yeah, we had good fun. It was good fun there.
0: Yeah, I saw. Um, I I might have messaged Christina like the day after you guys got back. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, I-, I want to go. Get down there, man. That's it's amazing. good. And
2: and I mean, you know, I I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to turn this into the Christina Haklova show. But she's fucking kicking it in the ass down there. Who's
0: the guy? Whose show I did online?
2: It was Carmina. Carmina Rodi. Yeah, so he's he's another one of the comedians. He's actually the first comedian I ever saw in Prague. I love that guy. He's fucking hilarious um but uh, he did a show called virtually hilarious for a while which was just meant to keep us alive through COVID. and so when things kind of died down live shows started again he he ended it but yeah no he's he's was great too great
0: to online show surprisingly
2: yeah as far as online shows go like i don't i still don't love the format i don't think i ever no. will but man he he made it amazing like and, and yeah. that's and that's his, that's what he does professionally so he knows his shit there but yeah i love that guy
0: so yeah. while while you were in Prague, you were running you started running shows yeah all right so you get on you get on stage at velvet you get the you get the bug, mm-hmm. and then how how long how long have you been at it now?
2: It's three years now. Okay, it's so not yeah. that long. Yeah, and then still baby.
0: You started running a show uh, what a year in?
2: I mean, this is difficult, right? Because I I have actually been MCing for the majority of my life. Uh, that's been, so I, I, worked within the Miss America organization. I worked for minor league baseball. I did a lot of corporate events, a lot of stuff from my university. Like I've been an MC far, far longer than I've been a comedian. And so oh. for me, it's a lot easier.
0: You definitely look like you could be the MC for a beauty pageant. Yeah. It's the, you one of those Bob Barker skinny. Oh yeah, totally. Headphones.
2: Totally. Yeah. I had a bow tie and I had, uh, I had like my jokes in my, in my breast pocket and did everything. Did you change your voice for it? um a lot of like ladies and gentlemen welcome to that, that kind of thing kind of like a halfway mix Coming between to the
0: stage now exactly. miss tennessee
2: yeah i mean the pageants that was what I, I i did i did it that for a bit and i was just like this is so you mighty. did do the pageants i did do the pageants oh, Wow. yeah i'll try to send you guys a picture what was your um, talent like? no i didn't do the pageants. i'm seeing <laughs> <is>, fuck you <laughs> my talent was the swimsuit it was a two-in-one yeah. uh no. <laughs> But, uh, so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have my own show in Prague. I just would fill no, in. Did. No, I would, I would fill in for everyone. I was just kind of like the, the fall guy for when people were out. So I, I, I did run everyone's show at least once. Uh, but you know, for Christina, it was, it was more like, you know, five or six. I actually took over for the velvet shows for like a two month period. Um, while she was out of town, um, and then, yeah, no, I didn't have my own show until Sunday Funday, which I yep. run here at the Comedy Clubhouse. Sundays at 7 p.m. Come on down, ladies and gentlemen. That's right.
0: The best open mic on Sundays. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we going to get into that? <laughs> oh, do you can we? I didn't know there there was an it to get into. It's been, yeah, yeah, it's been you lagging you behind on numbers in,
1: in recent weeks in comparison to other shows, I think, right? That's what you're talking about? Or no?
2: Yeah, no, no. I think, well, I think, uh, I mean... Uh,
0: Let's what? talk some shit. Bucky Louise, and basement. No, 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 no. Successful no. ticket selling. Oh yeah, maybe it's no. that. What I love,
2: what I, the, my favorite part about comedy still, and I think it's I'll because. Talk some shit. <laughs> no, I'm fine with talking shit, but I'm, I'm I'm doing like a preempt. I'm building the outhouse right now okay. so that we can shit it.
0: Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just squatting in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: my. I'm still 3 years into it so I'm still fairly new but my favorite part is still very much the open mic that atmosphere mm-hmm. throwing around new shit seeing what works seeing what doesn't and also like seeing new comedians start out for the first time and see people like kind of take their passion and curiosity and kind of put that through a machine and have some you know for something sure. come out at the end whether it be good jokes or whether it be like you know you need to work on this or something like that's really fun I love doing that and I love that I get to do that every week um, I am a little confused as to why some shows, not just not just the Mint show, but there are shows in the city that are labeled open mics, and I'm like, uh, no one does new material at these yeah. Yeah. shows. If you have a nice venue and if you're charging a good chunk of change, you shouldn't call it an open mic. I mean, an open mic is meant to be. I, I don't. I don't love being a gatekeeper for comedy, but I'm just like, open mic is like, now nah, you should be coming for, for new shit, new yeah. comedians. Well, it's, yeah, there's different
1: mm. reasons to label something an open mic. So if, if you're a promoter, you could label something an open mic because you don't want to pay comedians, right? Right. But if you're promoting the <laughs> show yourself, I actually, like.
2: I would prefer not to label it an open yeah. mic because you get more people to show up. Right, and I think, and so I think the most altruistic way because i mean i think you make a really good point there but i think the most altruistic way to label an open mic is to say you know this is not something you come to get paid this is something you come to if you're brand new trying out for the first time or if you got new shit and you got nowhere else to bring them like we will we will we will be an orphanage for new 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 material new comedians Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll help you find an adoptive family and we'll move you on but Mm -hmm. uh yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're still developing and it's, you know, I think it's going pretty well. I think even since January when I moved here, like, holy shit, things are moving so fast.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought Funday was doing very well. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I couldn't, it's, it's, it's definitely time, yeah. uh
2: to be, to be a show that is actually mine, quote unquote, um, the fact that it is doing so well, despite the fact that I'm at the head of it, I'm just like, okay, yeah, shit, this is good. I can vibe with this.
1: And it's always the show I recommend to people when they like they message me asking like when they can get yeah. on, and it's like right. if you want if you want as close as we can get to a, a a guaranteed good experience for your first time, I would say Sunday Funday. Uh,
2: yeah. 100 percent i think like that i think that's my way to service the rest of the community because there are you know there's about half a dozen showrunners out here who get these questions from people and just like you know we have drink drink drunk here which is a very like highly you know advertised expensive show and people are just like when can i do the next one and they're just like well i don't know and just to be able to say uh open mic first just funnel funnel towards me this there's, there's sort of a hierarchy here and it's not you know about being an asshole. it's just we need to make sure that the people involved are not only to talented, but like hardworking. You show up on time, yeah. you do your shit, you know, it's good. You
1: have to be, yeah, you have to be committed. That's why a quick shout out to this guy, Carlos, uh, who's been performing yeah. recently. Oh yeah, he's good. Absolute champion. He performed uh, on Thursday at the the storytelling show, just showed up, but he, he was there for the show, but he was happy to perform, which was great. Uh, he's brought a bunch of friends by that all are buying tickets. And he's just saying to me, you know, like, who can I talk to? what can I do to be more on stage? And I was like, that's all you have to do. Talk to me, talk to Matt. I'll tell you who to make friends with. I said, you know, right. Phil, Hannah, Luis, whoever it is. Yeah. It's um, like- but yeah, like put yourself out there. I don't think if someone's like, if someone needs convincing to do comedy, I'm like, well, don't bother.
2: Exactly. Yeah, no, I used to, I used to say that stand-up comedy is for everyone, but I've since rescinded that to stand-up comedy is for everyone who wants to mm-hmm. and i think as long as you like have that desire like I, uh, well or at least to say like there's so many people who are just like my life isn't interesting enough it's like bullshit like the only people in this world who aren't interesting are r- rich kids whose parents have paid for everything up through college like those are the only people who i cannot like squeeze a drop out of like interesting content out of in their life story everyone else i think is fucking amazingly fascinated and could definitely like fuel their own hour-long special you have special. so much
0: more patience than i do i mean i worked in that i mean that was
2: my that was my life and i mean i saw so many crazy deals go down in dc where they're just like oh shit yeah he's so-and-so's nephew let's how much money can we get together eighteen thousand dollars give him eighteen thousand dollars call him a freelancer and uh, make sure that he likes us you know that Mm -hmm. kind of shit yeah fucking ass fucking assholes you know hate it it's nuts do we
1: want to do some complaints
0: yeah sure well uh, hold on i I still want to get uh, Phil's kind of outside opinion on Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, and cool. then, good idea. And then actually, as a nice segue, if you had any suggestions before we get into our mm. suggestion box, that would...
2: Okay, I'll think of some. N- definitely definitely good to know that we're recording and you two are looking at me just like So yeah, Phil, what's your problem? We don't...
1: I mean, anyone that spends time in the bar knows that we generally don't accept suggestions of any yeah. kind. I mean, it's um, tough,
2: you guys. I mean, I... I, I definitely feel for you guys. I can't imagine what it must be like because on one hand like there's a lot of people who really want like they come in and, and they, there's like a lot of good faith where they you know they like this place and they want it to be successful but at the same time I can't even imagine like every single show you guys get pulled aside and just like you know what you should do. Yeah, And yeah. it's you know as a, like, co- comedians aside just any sort of like entrepreneurial venture it's just like well you respect the people who are putting down the cash to do it and uh, mm-hmm. leave it well, at that.
0: yeah and a lot of it doesn't bother me. I'm doesn't bother me unless it's something that I already know we need to do, right? Like if oh. it's a problem that's very <laughs> obvious and it just doesn't happen to be at the top of the priority list, or we're not a know? lot of fixers. Like the it, the fact that the place is still called Pub Limerick, we can't change that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right
1: actually, this reminds me of when I was working at La Dorotea, uh, sort of under people that we were running a bar and I was running a show. It was a successful show. We were selling tickets, but it's the height of summer. Their air conditioning was broken and I really, really oh, wanted yeah. them to finish, <laughs> fix their air conditioning. So I was like onto this guy and we're like, yo, when is, what, what's the deal? Like, can we do like a fundraiser show to fix it or something? And he was like, look, this is like bottom of my list at the moment. Like, oh, like number sure. one is paying the electricity bill. Number two is paying rent uh so it's a lot of that kind of thing right now yeah. you're just like yeah we're not going to change the sign right now we're not going to do a lot of stuff right now
2: no i mean because you guys are still on that first stretch of the lease i think there's a lot of things there that make sense you know i the only thing i can think of is this if you ever need a spreadsheet just let me know
1: yeah you get a spreadsheet oh, yeah. absolutely we got yeah, hannah sure. becker working on some spreadsheets yeah.
2: for us this week yeah. Um, she's, oh, she's probably better. Never mind. <laughs> she excels. Uh, hey. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's the best shit this show is ever going to be. This we podcast is board. all downhill from here. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Yeah, the bad pun alarm.
0: Uh, so all right. Usually so no, suggestion.
1: Usually we have a suggestion box that drains directly into a bin that says no good, useless trash. Uh, and generally we would consider any suggestions to be no good, useless trash, except for this one period of amnesty on the podcast where we'll <laughs> take them all seriously. That's a pretty filled uh, up bucket. I'm surprised. There's, a, 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 decent <laughs> there's amount, a lot of
2: shit in there. There's a
1: decent amount. <laughs> Especially
2: of because I think we should say like people can see that the bucket says no good Uh, use it's very apparent we've made it clear that we're uninterested
1: (laughs) (coughs) okay here we go uh it says warm wine
0: not cold do better please
2: that was they want warm
0: wine no 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 the the wine was warm that's uh that's the new comedy cunt period
1: yeah Yeah, why who wants warm warm wine? Like uh, red no wine no, no, no. warm. We I gave warm her red warm, wine. warm
0: white wine. I gave oh. her really. And that yeah, her yeah. complaint was. And I warned her beforehand. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. And I gave her the wine. She goes, oh, this is really warm. I was like, I told you. Yeah. yeah is what, the what do better
2: doing? in relation to the wine or is that just on the list of things? That's Probably.
0: just that second. That she's it's done actually a- not even written down. That's just John <laughs> telling me. She's done
1: a little line. So it's <laughs> presumably separate uh, complaints that one. Uh,
2: what if all these pieces of papers are just Rorschach tests, and this is diving into uh, John's uh, this brain? Is, this is my psyche. <laughs> uh, Your father should have loved you more. Who know? Who what? Yeah. John, right, this, this one says, says we need
0: says, co- cocktail napkins. Namb- what are you doing?
1: This one says, "Don't start a fucking podcast." Lame. <laughs> oh, what the fuck does it really? <laughs> Yeah, don't start, oops, That's don't start hilarious. a fucking podcast. Ah, shit. Which feels like a personal attack. I mean, like, if you don't like us starting a podcast, don't listen to the podcast. That's like I, saying, I, I don't I like you, you going way. home and reading a book for an hour, you know? Like, you yeah. don't have to think about it or care about it.
2: I think that's my newest podcast pet peeve. It used to be when people would be like, hey, if you don't like the podcast, we'll give you your money back. Oh, it's free. And it's like everyone would make that joke. But now my biggest one is people who get mad at people for starting podcasts. Like, What yeah, What yeah. the fuck are you doing yeah. with your life? Right. How do you have the Not wherewithal? Podcasting. Like where in your brain, like anyone in this room, who in our brain would be so angry about people pursuing something, just even as simple as a hobby? Why? what is wrong with your heart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of negativity
0: yeah i wish some of those people were listening to this podcast
2: oh that'd be hilarious
0: i wonder if we get any hate listeners i mean me okay yeah
1: (laughs) i want to make lavender packages out of the masses so every child sleeps on pillows with sweet dreams and make soft, smooth way for their future. Rainbow crystal children will get whatever they want and fuck the something business games. Play with love.
2: I, uh, wow, it's beautiful.
1: Well.
0: So and I actually
1: know, I actually know who wrote that particular one. Really? Are you going to dox him? How
0: much, how much drugs were they on?
1: <laughs> it was, uh, it was a very lovely lady of the night. Oh, really? that uh, came by. That's beautiful. One day and she asked for a bit of paper. She the suggested, but I didn't, I didn't point out the, the bin underneath. <laughs> See, that's uh, the thing. She I think like, a lot
0: of people that have put suggestions in have not seen the trash can under.
1: So that's, that's the kind of suggestion that we will accept. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. Just, sort of heartwarming stuff for children i'm not sure it's it's just it's just a general feeling i think more than anything that particular suggestion
2: i'll take it though
1: uh this one's for you matt uh it says be funny (laughs) oh my god
2: (laughs) oh it doesn't say matt's name on that that's not fair it just said
0: "Be." god that looks like my handwriting though
2: oh shit this Mm -hmm. is like a this is like a, a secret window scenario.
1: This one, I don't know if we need to bother with this, but it's, uh, it says sanitizing spray in the toilet so that women can spray the toilet seat after men who can't aim get their piss all over the place. Okay, wait, time we out. To <laughs> sit.
2: I, I, I respect that. I think it's a good tip. But like anyone, ladies who are listening who don't know, it's not about aim necessarily because... Um. How, how 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 graphic can i go here as graphic as you like Okay, listen when the, the urethra for it, it shifts and moves during it's like the baggage compartment in an airplane you don't know exactly when you mm-hmm. open it up if something's going to fall out now does something fall out normally no but sometimes you know like sometimes you get it's a little tricky you get a little double stream or something i
1: think she would probably say at least lift the toilet seat up yeah uh, or, or clean, up your, her shoes. clean up after yourself. clean up after yourself like yeah honestly this suggestion though cuz she's saying just just put some spray in there so we can spray the toilet seat and clean it up ourselves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which is uh yeah. just fantastic. Kind of I mean we the, that's the that's you know what? We're actually, we're gonna put uh, some rubber gloves in there. We'll put some toilet cleaner. <laughs> um, if you want the mop and the bucket, whatever you like. Uh, oh, Jesus! That's, that's amazing. Thank you very Such much for cute. that beautiful suggestion. Makes sense. And uh, please buy ice. I had gin with no ice, so that's kind of the same
2: as the first one. Okay, it's it's hot in Barcelona. I think is the uh, overarching theme of yeah. the of the liquid. we should more consistently have
1: ice I think that's fair Um, and sanitizing spray we can do that
2: that's good
0: I hate that because urine is completely abiotic
1: it's true yeah a urine is sterilizing the toilet seat as you piss on it I hear that's not true
2: though I hear that's a myth I hear that it uh, Oh, I guess you're a doctor huh
1: I also. <laughs> I also. Actually, so I, have to, I have to. If look you at got it. bacteria in there, have, that's that's a yeah.
0: problem. I also
1: read really? that it's not a hugely. So I read that it's true that it's not bacteria-ridden, but it's a bad way to sterilize scalpels. <laughs> 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 basically because they did they did actually use to sterilize scalpels with urine I do a joke about it it's pretty funny
2: is this like a boy scout thing where like if you're in the wilderness and you don't have it then do it this way
1: uh, I, I think would. if you have fire then right. uh, use the fire other or alcohol of any kind otherwise probably don't perform surgery it doesn't sound like you
0: know what you're doing <laughs> oh that doesn't sound fun and this has all. been survival tips <laughs> by John Ellis <Allen. laughs> this
2: podcast is just changing genres like and a motherfucker think
0: of all the things we learned today we learned about why the czech republic is atheist right right
2: and that's about tips. it
0: oh and something about peace
2: something, about, I don't something know. about mormons mormons Mormon thumbs. we don't really talk about mormons too much which is good every that's time true. i'm on a podcast everyone's just like so tell me your sexual inadequacies and i'm just like oh, where to begin I, I will. i will i always
0: get confused the mormons with the uh the amish it's pretty common I, I want to be like all it amazing.
2: is all it is is um half Amish, half Scientology. That's all you need to know. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's interesting to me uh well so so
2: I don't imagine there's many ex Mormons in the world. How many ex Mormons are there? There's it? a lot. It's grown pretty fast. I mean, the the advent of the, the internet has not been helpful <laughs> to the world okay. of Mormonism cuz for <laughs> me uh, <laughs> I grew up in uh, New Zealand, and there's
1: no Mormons over there. It's not a policy decision. It's well, just that your PM
2: to is a former Mormon. Oh, is Jacinda? she? Jacinda, yeah. I didn't know that. See, indeed. this is what I mean.
1: Mormons are coming out of the what woodworks. Up, <laughs> this,
2: there's yeah, no, so many ta- Mormons. I mean I was I was a missionary in Austria and Switzerland twenty ten to twenty twelve, which was a really interesting time to be a Mormon missionary because you had Mitt Romney gearing up to run for president and then you had the Book of Mormon musical coming out. Ooh wow. Yeah. Really cool time. Like honestly, like as shitty as it is to be Mormonism be more be Mormon uh it was really at least there were some silver linings that i had that point in time to be that Mm -hmm. that was really really crazy Uh, because a lot of people were really like there'd be a lot of uh, american expats seeking us out in like vienna or baron or zurich being like hey we we hear this guy's running can you give us one of your thingies uh, just so that we can kind of be up to speed in case we know what religion we're going to be mandated to follow if he ever wins the presidency
1: (laughs) yeah I wonder if there's like a pattern because, like, so so your ex Mormon Zach, our producer, has ex Mormon. Uh, I got paid a guy to do a Jesus video for us Sorry,
2: a while ago. Yeah.
1: He's an ex Mormon. He's got uh, verified
2: on Twitter, by the way.
1: Fantastic, mm. that's good to know. Wow. He's he's a uh, he has a crazy what's, story. What's his
0: handle? <clears throat> I, I, I think
1: remember. it's the Soco Jesus Christ, Southern okay. Californian Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, but yeah, he's he's ex
2: Mormon.
0: Like, how do you prove verify that you are in fact fake Jesus?
2: I think it'd be harder to prove you're real Jesus. I think no, you I, that's easy. I know I think Talk I think you do it by trying way. to prove your real Jesus and failing, thereby you have automatically proven yourself as a fake
0: Jesus. Okay, there you go. Would there Jesus
1: you? ever not want to be recognized as Jesus? Would he ever go undercover? Would he ever like pretend to be a fake Jesus to see how people react Which to a Jesus? Which Jesus are we talking
2: about? There's so many. He's
1: gotta check that people aren't <laughs> worshipping false idols. So maybe he pretends to be a fake Jesus while being the real Jesus so that people will worship the fake Jesus, and he can catch them out, you
2: know? Oh, cool. Yeah, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of thing. That's like the fake thing. Jesus is the, is the bed with the <laughs> snoring soundtrack underneath it. Oh, shit. That'd be hilarious. See, that's the Jesus I would want to follow, is the Ferris Bueller Jesus, who actually doesn't give a fuck about anything.
0: Well, this... Uh, I think that's pretty much the one we got. I mean, he's been gone for quite a while. It's
2: true. Depends on who you ask. All
0: right, fair. There it is. Now, we do have to wrap this up. <laughs> Let's wrap <laughs> this
2: up. Oh, shit. This went by fast, guys. This was yeah, joyous. It's been fun. It's been yeah. a good one.
0: What, uh, what's coming up in the week that we should care about?
1: Oh, good question. We're not doing anything else anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so anything else on Tuesday was planned uh, for 7 p.m. That's no longer happening. So we'll do that oh, the no. following week. Yeah, oh. we'll do that the following week. She's still keen to do it. She's just she's okay. just got back from England and it's a it's a bit hectic. Uh, Wednesday, the magic hour is back, seven p.m. We want to add another show uh, Wednesday, nine p.m. Right? Yeah. What are we been thinking?
0: Some conversation about that. Uh, possibly
1: improv. Possibly right. mm-hmm. some other kind of show.
0: There were a couple of good ideas for show uh, game. We could re- reboot the game show idea.
1: I think that'd be cool. You'd probably get someone.
0: <coughs> yeah, get someone
1: like. Stewart could do it or something like that. Mm. Mm. Uh, anyway, we're going to add another show there, but not this week. Thursday, it's kind of a funny story with Kyla Coble. She's hopefully going to be the permanent host for that show. Uh, and then stand up Castellano. Friday, bomb shelter. Wah, wah. Bomb shelter. What well, wasn't popular last night, but was fun.
0: Yeah, no, it was fu- It was it was fine. There was ten people. Oh, that's, t- that's all good. It's, good. it's just a
1: slug. Well, tonight, last time I checked, I've sold one ticket for the, uh, the World Pizza Summit tonight, <laughs> which is not going to make it much of a summit. Uh, <laughs> there will so be lots of pizza. We'll see. There'll be loads of pizza going around. Hopefully, some people will stay after Andy's show, which is at 7 p.m. tonight. So that's the first time we're doing uh, Relentless Joy, the open mic. Uh, the really cool thing about this show is that if you don't, Uh, have relentless joy throughout the entire show, wall-to-wall laughter, wall-to-wall ecstasy. Uh, For any reason, you get to pinch Andy at the end of the show. Uh, So I think a lot of people are excited for that.
2: I was about to ask whose idea it was, and then I thought for like one second. Yeah. (laughs) And then John finished the
1: sentence. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) So that's going to be fun. Sunday, Sunday fun day. Phil, you want to plug? That's
2: me. Yeah, yeah, Sunday Funday. Uh, come on down if you ever want to perform, do something new, or just check out the scene. We got a couple. We have uh, we have some people coming on Sunday actually who are uh, potential comedians. They're they're trying to think about it, and cool. so they want to come. So. It's it's a really good. I mean, we we focus on making sure it's a a comfortable atmosphere for everyone, as as comfortable as a comedy show should be. You know, we want to make sure that like you know, as, if you're interested, that there's a place for you to come and and be welcomed as a member of this community. So mm-hmm. that's the goal. Very,
1: Very cool. Nice. Of and, course, and Monday Mirth. And Monday Earth. and we also have La Casita de Comedia is back uh, with Chris Groves uh, on Sunday night at 9 p.m. Uh, sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's it's
2: hop- he, he he asked me about um, going on later for Sunday. Yeah, Friday yeah. So yeah, so yeah, exactly. Because he had it afterwards.
1: Cool. So it's all happening.
0: Yeah, it is all happening. If you know any people with bartending experience, reach out. Yeah,
1: we need to. uh, It's kind of like we need to get a bartender so no one else thinks they could just be bartender. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. We need to. Yeah. It's like. (laughs) Picking someone so everyone else knows they can stop bothering. We'll still, yeah, we'll figure that out yep. hopefully soon. Phil, uh, how can people follow you? How can people get to know you?
2: Yeah, I'm at what Phil. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? Uh, nothing, <laughs> I'm going back to bed after this. Uh, no, I. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Phil Varney. that's uh, I, was, I, was, I was named Phil by my Starbucks barista my first day in Prague, <laughs> So she wrote in my cup. <laughs> so I'm like I like it we're doing it so that's the that's the new name cool uh, and uh, yeah that's where you can find me and I'm just chilling here you can find me uh, all around Barcelona I'm probably going to be touring around going to plan a trip yeah. to Berlin very soon to get all up nice. there and do a couple of shows and uh, yeah know it alright
0: well thank you very much Phil thank you guys this was fun thanks as always to Zach Knudsen <laughs> our <laughs> podcast producer uh, Johnny Boy yeah thanks everyone uh, see you next week yep Stay tuned to constructing the clubhouse. Yeah. Hey, we're-